Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Almost sneezed. And I'm back. We got a lot to get into here today. It is Wednesday here on the program, and that means, yes, we got some great pro wrestling coming up tonight, most likely. AW Dynamite and NXT on the USA Network. We're going to give you full previews of both of those shows here on the program today. Of course, we'll talk about them tomorrow. Ratings out tomorrow afternoon. Thank God this week, I only had to deal with the ratings one day as opposed to two like yesterday. We'll tell you what's on the show, some potential big matches. Everything on both shows is building towards the December 18th shows, which are the final live shows of the year, the big shows for both of these promotions. So we'll talk to you about that here today. we got the raw ratings from Monday night, which weren't terrible, but there was something rather concerning. Not rather concerning, but I was mildly concerned. We'll talk about that as well. We've also got the lineup for the TLC pay-per-view. Yes, it's coming up on Sunday. And we have a number of matches so far, and we know what's going on with the Raw Tag Team titles. So we shall tell you about that. Ms. and Mrs. WWE applying for a bunch of very interesting trademarks. Trademarks themselves are not interesting, but the fact that they're applying for these trademarks I think is pretty interesting. So we'll tell you about that here as well. There's not a whole lot of stuff going on, so we will take your phone calls. If you'd like to call here today with something of great value to this program, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. I am Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Mike is at, I'm sorry, I am at Brian Alvarez. Mike is at Sempervivi. Follow us on Twitter, all sorts of great stuff up there. And we are going to kick it off when we come back from the break. Stick around at Wrestling Observer Live. with metastatic breast cancer a lot of questions run through your mind what am i going to do what are my options what did i do wrong we've had those thoughts too but some questions can help you move forward visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an mbc diagnosis and how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855 855- 325-1780. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.moneyasap.com. That's moneyasap.com. Moneyasap.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Got some stuff to talk about here today, and we'll take phone calls and text messages as well. Toll free, 1-800-878-7529. Text messages, 425-780-7566. And before we get into everything here today, just want to make mention that tonight... It is AEW Dynamite and NXT on the USA Network. And I'm very excited for both of these shows. AEW has the Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz in a street fight. Cody and QT Marshall versus The Butcher and The Blade. Emi Sakura versus Big Swole and more. NXT tonight has Mia Yim, Dakota Kai. Leo Rush versus Angel Garza for the NXT Cruiserweight title. And Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, and Keith Lee in a triple thread match. The winner will challenge Adam Cole on the December 18th episode of the show. Obviously, big NXT on December 18th, big Dynamite on December 18th as well with Chris Jericho, Jungle Boy, and much, much more. So, last night was Tuesday, my one of my previous most look-forward-to days. 
Tuesday, of course, has AEW Dark and the NWA Power Show. So last night, not going to lie, I know it's my job. I know I say it every day here on this show, that it's my job and i got to watch everything. I did not watch anything last night. I, I, actually, I can't even say that because earlier in the day, I watched two hours of Raw from the year 2000 and two hours of Nitro from the year 2000. And between Saturday and, what's well, Tuesday, I guess between Saturday and Tuesday, I added it up, I watched 12 hours, 12 hours of pro wrestling or mixed martial arts between Saturday and Tuesday. And I hit my wall and I could not watch anymore. Now, the point of all of this is this. When AEW and NXT went head-to-head, there was a lot of talk about, man, this could be the beginning of a new a new Monday night war, even though it's Wednesday. Maybe we'll have some sort of boom period. We'll have these two promotions that are going head-to-head, and maybe they'll attract new viewers, and maybe that's going to happen somewhere down the road. And I know that some people have mentioned this, but this is just this is a fact. There's too much. There's way too much professional wrestling. And while it may in some ways lead to a boom period, I mean, what's, what's actually going to happen is a lot of wrestling promotions are going to suffer because of the Wednesday Night Wars and because of the three hours of Raw, the two hours of SmackDown on Fox, all of the pay-per-views and everything like that. Companies like Ring of Honor are going to suffer. MLW is going to suffer. NWA Power is going to suffer. I mean, the AEW Dark numbers, I predict they're going to go down. I mean, TNA or Impact Wrestling... I mean, every single one of these promotions is going to, these smaller promotions are going to suffer. The only ones that are going to thrive are the few that manage to become the ones that people start to watch on a weekly basis. And you, you can see it with, like, different things. Like, the NWA power numbers, they started out strong, and then they started to fall. I haven't checked the AW Dark numbers lately, so I, I can't really talk about those. But, I mean, all of these promotions... They are all going to suffer because of this oversaturation. This is my job. I hit my wall. And, you know, everybody else who this is not their job, they're not going to hit the wall because they're just not going to try to watch everything. They're going to pick and choose. And there was a lot of picking and choosing before the Wednesday Night Wars. There's going to be more picking and choosing as we move forward. And before we go to Mike here, I just want to mention that the raw ratings from Monday... Raw ratings were not terrible. The show did 2.15 million viewers. It's down 3% from last week. And what happened, the story of the Raw numbers, I mean, the story of the Raw numbers used to be that Raw would do these big numbers, and the first hour would do fine, and then there would be a big drop-off in hour two and a big drop-off in hour three, meaning a lot of people started watching Raw, and then they turned the show off as the show went on. And granted, this is only one week, so we shouldn't read too much into it, just like we shouldn't have read too much into that AEW number the night before Thanksgiving. But these are the raw hours, everybody. 2.26 million first hour, 2.2 million second hour, 2.0 million third hour. So, yes, it fell all three hours, but it didn't fall a lot. And the reason it didn't fall a lot is because the first hour was 2.26 million viewers. We had a core audience of 2 million viewers, and there were about 200,000 that started the show and gave up, but that was it. 
This was not like they had a huge open and everybody just lost interest as the show went on and the show died in the final hour. I mean, we just had a very stable audience. A lot of people didn't even bother to tune into the beginning of Raw this week. So this oversaturation is real. We'll see how it affects everybody. It's going to affect everybody differently. But, man, oh, man, there's just too much. Any comments, Mike? Um, surprised that's where you were going today. Did, um, well, I look at these been... raw numbers. I mean, these raw numbers, but, they but didn't been... even get a big first hour. But but some of that is the are the chickens coming home to roost, too. I mean, lack of quality programming will do that. You know, when you atrophy your fan base on top of the fact that you have all this other competition you know, there's a lot of different reasons for this. We've been oversaturated for a while. Uh, even before AEW, we were talking about the amount of streaming services that are out there. And you think about, like, pro wrestling wave in Japan that draws, I don't know, 100 people to it. They have a streaming service. And I'm not putting down the streaming service. It's great. I love having the opportunity to be able to go watch almost anybody I want anywhere in the world at any time. But you can't subscribe to all of them. And even if you have an IWTV, great. You know, they're an incredible value. How can you watch everything? So, you know, this is a, you know, it's a Wild West show right now as far as who is all going to to stand out. And once everything shakes out, what is going to be left? Not only at the, the top level, but, you know, forget about WWE and AEW and even the NWA trying to look, you know, get eyeballs. I mean, look at every other place, whether it be Defy Up By You or Maryland Championship Wrestling or the Monster Factory. I mean, all of these places have streaming services. All of these places have events and people that, they want to promote, and, and they are obviously you promote outside of just your your town lines. Now you're promoting to everybody all over the world, and you can't watch everything. And that's just the way it goes. And with WWE, I think it's a little bit of a different situation. They're playing a little bit of a different game, and I think a lot of their issues, while oversaturation does have something to do with it, I think a lot of their issues because of the market share that they have and the size of the company. With them, you really need to just take a look at them and not just, well, there's a lot of wrestling out there. Come on, you can't have it both ways. You can't have a lot of wrestling out there. But be the biggest dog and be able to, to wag the you know wag the entire dog when you want to and, and then say, well, you know, there's a lot of competition. That's what it is. No, it's actually probably your programming and what you're putting on out there is probably being the biggest reason that, that if anybody's turning away or not watching the beginning of the show – I think you have to look in the mirror more than you have to look at the landscape. Nope. I strongly disagree. I okay. feel this since the beginning of October. Since the beginning of October. But it's been way before the beginning of October. I, I realize that, Mike. But my, my, point, my point is, like, I know that it's been that way since before October. They, they, this, this business has been oversaturated forever, okay, for a long, long time. But we just added four hours in October. That's four extra hours. Nobody can watch all of this. And so with four added hours, I mean, if you've got people that are starting to watch AW and NXT every Wednesday, I promise you that some of the stuff they used to watch, they're not watching anymore. That started in October. I promise you. I realize that Raw isn't great, and if Raw was better, we probably wouldn't have a lower first hour. Right. But listen. So you're saying because of AEW coming in and adding TV and the NWA adding an hour of TV, that that is the reason we're seeing, now we're seeing the breaking apart of, of, of people just, they've had enough? 
Yes, now, I think that that's a, why since October AEW and NXT. I I strongly believe that. Fair. I mean, I'll go through some of these numbers after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. 
This person says, I watched a little bit of Impact and MLW before AEW. I've probably seen one or two episodes since. This person here says, I totally agree with what you guys are saying. The Wednesday shows have totally affected how much wrestling I watch the rest of the week. So I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but these are the numbers of AEW Dark and NWA Power on Tuesday. Shows I loved and shows that, like, I just couldn't watch them yesterday. I, I hit my wall. Uh, too much wrestling, right? AEW Dark, these are the, this is in order from the first episode through this week. And granted, you know, if something's on YouTube for a long time, it's going to continue to add viewers, but it's not going to continue to add that many. I mean, on a weekly basis, 100,000 people aren't going to watch the first episode of AEW Dark. Episode 1 did a million. Episode 2, 1.1 million. Then 750, 667, 623, 437, 454, 125, which was the Thanksgiving week show, so you can throw that one out, and 443. So they're down by half. Like, of all of the people that were watching the first couple of weeks, the fact of the matter was, it was just too much for whatever reason. Either they didn't like the show, or there was just so much other stuff to watch that they just didn't watch it. NWA Power, exact same thing. This is from the beginning. 577,000 for the first episode. Then 334, 234, 245, 223, 232, 212, and 133. And the 133 was not the one from yesterday. That was a week ago. So there is a there is a very obvious decline of both shows from when they kicked off. And a lot of that is, except for Dave Meltzer, nobody can watch 24 hours of wrestling in a week, which I did a couple of weeks ago. That's too much. So... Things are going to fall, and it's going to be the smaller promotions that are going to fall before Raw, SmackDown, AW, and NXT. <laughs> Unless Raw is very bad, or SmackDown you know, is very bad. You know what's really funny about that is there are a lot of kids that grew up in the 80s that on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, even wrestling during the week, there would be TV stations like Channel 50 in Washington, D.C. that would have an hour of wrestling on every single day at 6 o'clock. And on the weekend, maybe you got pro wrestling this week out of Atlanta, the syndicated show that showed eight hours uh, of TV shows, uh, you know, with, with world class being on and this one being on and that one being on. And there were people that watched a lot of that stuff, if not all of that stuff. But it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the structure. Maybe it's the age. Maybe it's how we have to take this in and the fact we have to pay for it. In most cases, it doesn't come on a channel that we're, you know, just flipping on. We're actually having to buy streaming services in some cases. But, like, there's been a lot of wrestling on for years, ever since the advent of cable TV, ever since Not the version of syndicated UHF TV. Yes, there has, Brian. Find 24, has find 24 hours in America I could, I could that you could grab, that anybody could grab at any one time without trading tapes. You just turn on your television, and there's 24 hours of wrestling in a week. You want to go through them? Go for it. Okay, uh, WWF on USA from the Capitol Center. WWF on USA from Madison Square Garden. WWF I'm talking all at one time. What What are you talking about? I'm on any given day. Shows that are on at the same time. Any given day. Most of these would be on on Saturday. They had like NWA Pro, NWA Worldwide. I was in a place that had three WWF shows airing at the same time. I had the UWF slash Mid-South. I had Championship Wrestling from Florida. I had Central States Wrestling. I had the AWA. I had another AWA show on ESPN. You see where I'm That's going? That's not 24 hours. 
That was that was maybe eleven or twelve. But I, I, we're I double that Brian, right now. I hear what you're saying, but when it comes to WWE, okay. Because I brought this up, and you've kind of bastardized and threw it to the side where it's like, look, these guys, it's troubling that they're only fighting over 1.7 million people. Yeah, WWE should not be fighting over itself over 2 million people on Raw on Monday night. That is more they're doing than anything else. And I'm not telling you that it is tough to keep up with. I'm not saying that's that. That's a so, totally separate n- point. Of course that's the case. Yeah, the shows are terrible. That's why they're fighting over 2 million people. They're awful television shows. That, in WWE's case, that is far more of the issue than anything about saturation of the market. I'm sorry. And I, it, there is an effect of it a little bit, but that is going to be an effect. That affects everybody else more than an ROH. And, again, I'm not saying that the fight for eyeballs isn't real, but ROH has got Sinclair behind them. AEW's got TNT, and the WWE is the juggernaut that they are. Their issues more than anything else, especially with AEW and really especially with WWE, they need to look internally, and you have to look at what they're putting out there more than anything else. I mean, you're telling me that something that somebody is doing on an Evolve show or on a show in Texas because they're streaming and it's going to be on because that's on because what they're doing on the NWA show – Somebody didn't turn into the beginning of Raw, or somebody's not turning into AEW. I don't. I don't believe that. No, for a but I, I do believe that there are people that have now made it a habit of watching AEW and NXT, and so Raw is off their list, and SmackDown may be off their list as well. Well, dude, that's also, let me tell you something. I can tell you for a fact for an excuse. because if this was my, if this was not my job, I'd watch Wednesday, and I promise you, with every ounce of my being, I ain't watching Raw. Zero yeah, chance. Five years ago, I didn't want to do that. Well, but, but I mean, we if there had to, it was our job. So if now, there now were not Wednesday, not. if there was not Wednesday, it's not. I probably would watch Raw. But now that I have AEW and NXT, I ain't watching Raw. I'm just not watching it. There's not enough good stuff on there to justify three hours of my time. If that changes, so it comes down to the quality, not if that not changes. The I, well, it's part quantity as well, because if there were not four hours on Wednesday, I would watch Raw. Because I'd have Ron SmackDown and then whatever else I was going to watch. That's what I would do. This person here says three days of two hours of programming would be perfect now, but it's five days a week, and in 2020, the market is oversaturated. Seven days a week. <laughs> There's stuff every single day. 24 hours of wrestling is way too much. Just found out I watched 12 hours of wrestling a week. I had to cut out MLW and NWA just to take a break. Here's the thing, though. I mean, that's also, it's like... I don't know. What were you watching before where now it's like, well, well they're it. listing it. MLW and NWA and ROH and Impact uh, all got listed by different people here. You're right. I'm just reading these. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. This person here says, I've watched no New Japan since the G1. Well, add that to the list. Person here says, I fast forward a lot more through Raw and SmackDown now that I have AEW and NXT to watch. This person here says, like you, I have two small kids. My wife and I both work. We spend time with the kids until they go to bed. My wife hates wrestling, so I have to find time on my own to watch, and I have to pick and choose. I definitely prioritize AEW and NXT over Raw and SmackDown or anything else. This is what it's sounding like with the initial letters that you've read. And I know everybody out there is different, and there'll be a, an example that you put up there or somebody puts in that this isn't true. But it sounds certainly like what has been the most damaging thing for WWE right now has been AEW because people are now substituting other things with AEW. And I think maybe that's you can start right there when it comes to WWE and 
the atrophying or the the more rapid atrophying of their fan base and their interest levels has got to do more with AEW than anything else. This person here says, no SmackDown or Raw for me, highlights only. This person says, at this time last year, Ring of Honor was on fire. One year later, they sold 300 tickets at a venue they sold out in New Orleans. Well, part of that is they lost all of the elite from a year ago. Oh, God. So that's a... And they, and they haven't done anything to build anybody up. I know they need stars. It's not. It's all Sinclair's fault, but... What? Is it all Sinclair's fault? I'm not saying it's all Sinclair's fault, position? Well, but I, I mean, know. it's it's a lot of that is Sinclair's fault. I mean, you do have to open up the pocketbook to sign people. I mean, we've got, we had the whole situation with Kelly well, Klein haggling. Well, they had Marty Stroll under contract for a year, and they didn't use him really after the... Well, I mean, the, if you go by those text messages, they were worried that in a year he was going to leave. But now, Matt granted, Taven they probably should have used him. Yeah, who cares? You have him for a year. Even if you knew he was going to walk out the door, why are you not utilizing him better? You know, and I, that's... They have a lot of issues, and one of the issues is their ownership and how they're treated as a, you know, a secondary citizen inside that company. But there are a lot of issues at play for ROH, and some of them have been creatively done by their own hand, period. This person says, I will admit, my wife has an impact on my wrestling viewing. She's become a fan of AEW, cannot stand the main roster, so we watch it on DVR to skip. This person here says, since AEW started, I've stopped watching Raw and SmackDown entirely. On Wednesdays, I watch NXT and AEW back-to-back, pay-per-views on the weekend, and I have not watched AEW Dark the last two weeks. I can tell you with 100% confidence, this person says, AEW and NXT are why I will no longer watch Raw and SmackDown. I quit those shows before the Wednesday Night War started, but with four hours of good-to-great wrestling each week, there's no incentive to make me want to go back to Vince's program. If he starts meddling too much with NXT, I will drop it as well. Yeah, this person says, before Dynamite started, I used to only watch NXT this week. Now, surprisingly, I'm only watching Dynamite. Really? You dropped NXT for Dynamite? I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but, I mean, they're both good. But if they only have a little bit of time, then I guess that's what they have to do. This person says, this, all of this burnout started the first week of October. Next year, NXT, two hours of Dynamite, hour of Dark, hour of Power. Add in NXT UK, 205 Live, New Japan this shows, cherry picked. started a long time ago. I have enough this wrestling just, in my life. I'm not going to give my time to the main roster anymore. Dude, all the great wrestling in the world. It's just this, this should, it's kind of all turning into an indictment of Raw and SmackDown. It's really what this is seemingly all turning into. And finally, this person here. I have not watched New Japan since AEW and Power debuted. This person's dropped New Japan. And granted, there's not a whole lot going on in New Japan. Well, he watched a lot of New Japan, apparently. I don't know how much. Trust me, you're going to be going back to New Japan starting in January. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. O'Reilly Auto Parts will help make your auto repair, maintenance, and restoration projects easier. So when your car isn't stopping like it used to, our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. Now, for a limited time, get 15% off a set of brake vest pads and two rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto 
Auto Parts. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Decking the halls with custom cards and invitations. Staples makes connecting with clients and loved ones easy with hundreds of holiday templates you can customize and call your own. And right now, get 20% off select custom cards and invitations. Some can even be printed same day. So deck the halls faster and for less this year at Staples. Where there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Ends 12-28-19, limit one. Visit staples.com slash holiday cards or store for details. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like who will be the first head coach to get fired, or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Dear God, they're flooding in now. More of these, and we're going to go to my main man, Jaime. Hey, before you do that, are you going to cut out some time this weekend uh, for the culmination of all these NWA power shows and order Dude, I don't fire? know. We'll see. There's, the there's too roll. much stuff this weekend. I'm going to be at another 24-hour week. I don't know if I can handle that. I got a child that wants to go sit on Santa's lap. So if that interferes with NWA's pay-per-view, then I ain't watching it. You're going to bring her? Never mind. Hey, you never know when I can. That line's long. This person here says, I'm a lapsed fan. This time last year, I was watching NWJ, or New Japan every single day. I'm one of the few people who flew into the Cow Palace. And he has not watched any New Japan since AEW and Power debuted. But in ex- Wait a second. So you were such a fan of New Japan, you would go fly around the country and follow them, but it's then as soon as two TV shows come on, you drop them. And I'm not trying to insult anybody, and I'm not, I'm not in your life, but, like, 
is that more you than it is anything New Japan did? What did New Japan do to drive you away? What was it? I mean, other than, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it just, I, I, I don't know. I, I hear what people are saying, but it's like some of these emails make it sound, and it's going to sound like you just lost interest. So, oh, well, it's too saturated now because now I'm watching this. I, I don't know. Well, I, I just 323 area code, you heard Mike's question. Answer his question, please. First says, I agree with you 100%. My brother was as hardcore a wrestling fan as you could find for at least 20 years. Now he watches AWNXT, Skips Raw, and SmackDown Weekly. Person says, I have not watched anything from the main roster since the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. I only watch AEW NXT now because I know Vince can't screw with those shows. I at least hope that's the case with NXT. So it's not there's yes, too much saturation. This, it's crappy programming. Well, half of this, half of it's this. Half. Yes, it is because it's half not. of these people are talking about New Japan they're not watching anymore. They're not watching MLW. They're not watching Ring of Honor. They're not watching Impact. That has nothing to do with Raw sucking. Yes, the people who aren't watching Raw SmackDown, a good portion of that is probably because Raw sucks. And now they have something else to watch. But half of this is also there's too much and shows that people used to enjoy they don't have time for anymore. Spurs says, I watch Raw, Dynamite, and SmackDown. On Mondays, I flip back and forth between The Game and Raw. Triple H, I watch Raw and NXT on Hulu, this person says, since they are condensed and the YouTube shows on 1.5 speed. That's a good, that's a good plan there, buddy. Since SmackDown's moved to Friday, I have not watched. I have other things going on. I'm not a hard hardcore fan. I do not seek out any streaming wrestling or make any wrestling appointment viewing. I haven't watched any retro shows since AEW and NXT started on cable. I really miss revisiting the retro shows, but something had to give. Did I wish the retro shows could give? I am sick of those shows. And I think that's it. Jaime, this is your big chance, buddy. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, man? I just want to say I really love and respect JR, but I wish they had him more in a sit-down interview kind of role like he used to back in the WWF. Because uh, I was listening to the commentary for Last Night Dark, and it was the original PWG commentary with Chucky e. T and uh, Excalibur, which was awesome. And I just really thought that JR would be more useful in that role where he would l let the talent tell their own story and get themselves over like, last night they also played this great package for Soul, and she really got herself over with the serious interview, and she was just talking about how she died in the hospital bed, and the doctors brought her back to life, which was really awesome. You get me? Well, yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, there's no reason that JR can't do commentary and also do the sit-down interviews. I mean, that is what he did in the 90s. You could have him do both. And I do like that they... <laughs> so... It's been hit and miss with wrestlers on commentary. I mean, there's been some hits, and there have definitely been some misses. But I do like that they're trying. I do like that they're giving different wrestlers the opportunity to go out there and do commentary. Sometimes it's going to be very good. Sometimes it's going to suck. My my guess is that Chucky e. T probably doesn't want to retire from wrestling to do commentary every week, maybe down the road. But every now and then, he can go in there. I think that, I think that Excalibur, JR, and Tony Schiavone have been doing a fine job. Maybe I'm in the minority. I, I like I think, it. I think they have been too. I think Tony, Tony's been the real revelation because it's he. 
for all the bitterness that people say that Jr. speaks with us on the show and, and all that, this, that, and the third when it comes to Jim Ross's commentary, Tony Schiavone should be spoken about in the opposite way with everything. And if you're going to bash Jr., then you better hype up Tony in the same breath because he really almost seems like he, I mean, and, and he is. He's seeing moves he's never seen before. He's seeing people he's never seen for the first time. And I'm not saying it's a childlike enthusiasm or anything like that, but it's a, you can tell he's really enthused. And you can tell that, I mean, this whole comeback for Tony Schiavone is somebody that grew up watching him in, in the 80s. This is phenomenal, and this is fantastic. And I think he's done a great job. And I think when it comes to JR, there are people that just need to understand that. Out of your control, out of anything that has to do with your thoughts about him on commentary, there are people that need to hear him on commentary, including probably at TNT, and that probably work for Turner. He is a familiar voice. He still does a good job. I know some people out there hate him and how he's presenting things. Sometimes it does feel a little bit awkward when he's talking about some situations, but his name and his voice still goes a long way for a lot of people uh, who you may not necessarily want to think about or care about when it comes to this sort of stuff and putting the show on the air, but uh, there's a lot of people that care. All right, let me say something about JR here, okay? So one of the big complaints I hear about Jim Ross is that, for example, when someone's not using the tag rope, he gets mad about it, and he yells, why aren't they tagging? And I've actually had people say, it's the commentator's job to put over everything. Why is JR bearing the guys? So Listen dumb. to me. Yeah. Listen. If the commentators in AEW, if all they're going to do is put over the product, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get Raw and SmackDown commentary. If you ever watch UFC, which is the only other sport I could talk about because I don't watch any other sports, but if you ever watch UFC, sport. if there's a bad <laughs> call, Joe Rogan buries the ref in the bad call. Because it's a bad call. That's his job, is to be the commentator and give you his thoughts about what's going on. They're supposed to be, the rules in AEW are that you have to add tag. There's a tag rope there. The rules aren't that you can stand anywhere you want on the apron and just get in the ring. The Lucha Brothers might think so, but the rules are you got a tag because there's a tag rope right there. So if a guy's not using the tag rope, yeah, I want JR to say, how come these referees aren't, Making these guys do tags holding onto the tag rope. That's his job. Don't tell me that he's doing his job wrong because he's pointing out that somebody's breaking the rules. That's his job. The easiest problem would the easiest solution would be start using the tag rope. Then JR won't have to yell at you for not using it. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. Boomer. 323 here. 323 area code. In response to your question about New Japan, he says. Honestly, it is more content than I can keep up with. It's not a conscious decision. I have my New Japan World sub. I just can't seem to find the time. That's his answer. Okay. First says, I gave up on MLW. I gave up on Impact. Now I skip SmackDown most weeks. There is not enough time in the day. This person here says, AEW started around the time of the Tag League tournament, so I don't blame people checking out this tour or not checking out the tour as they're waiting for the Dome shows and the next major tour. I would agree with that. Well, I think that's the problem. I don't say it's a problem every year, but, like, because of how New Japan runs, I've always found this, at least for me, you get fatigue at the end of the year, and you know where everything is kind of leading. And the Tag League is a good way to fill out the end of the year. It's a good space saver. But, yeah, I mean, if you're going to cut out any time of the New Japan year, 
unfortunately, it's the last two months, which you figure is crazy because you're leading into their biggest shows. And now in this case, you know, it shows plural because you get the, the, the two Tokyo Dome shows. But it, that's just kind of with the structure of how things go there. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to drop off on any, December is most certainly it. This person wants to know what my daughter's going to ask Santa for. Well, I do know because she made a list. And the first thing on the list was, I want a heart. So apparently she's the Tin Man. We'll see if she gets it. This person here says, I watch two hours of retro wrestling every week. Unfortunately, it's Nitro and Raw. But 1996 WCW is way better than today's Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, do you guys remember the original Monday Night Wars when Nitro and Raw went head-to-head? And they were both an hour? So, like, if you wanted to follow along with the Monday Night Wars, you watched two hours on Monday, and then you waited until the following Monday. I have a feeling a lot of people listening don't remember that. Literally don't remember that because they weren't born yet. But, yes, that was the case, people. That was absolutely the case. One-hour show Monday, one-hour show Monday. You wait till the following Monday. Unless you wanted to watch one of the Saturday shows or whatever. This 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 Monday Night Wars train, there were a thousand reasons that it went off the rails. But I watched these 2,000 Raws, and... It's like, well, here's a clip from what happened on SmackDown. Here's a clip of what happened on Heat. They only show you, like, a brief clip. And so, quite frankly, if I didn't live through it, and even even having lived through it, like, I'm watching these Raw shows sometimes, I have no idea what's going on. Because there's so much stuff that happened not on Raw. And they're expecting you to watch SmackDown and Heat and the pay-per-views and Raw. And I can tell you, I know, and this is true, the beginning of the end for the boom period, besides the death of WCW, but for Raw. The the nail in the coffin was when they turned Steve Austin heel at WrestleMania, and he hugged Vince McMahon, and they followed that up with the botched WCW invasion. They ran off millions and millions of people. WCW's death ran off millions and millions. That was the end. We were in the freaking doldrums for a long time. But you know what? I watched that Raw near the end of 2000, and this this train was going off the rails one way or the other. And that's just the fact of the matter. Austin was fixing to be on his way out. A lot of injuries. He'd already been out a year with his neck. Rock was already flirting with Hollywood. Vince had largely taken himself off television. I mean, this train was going off the rails whether Steve Austin turned heel or not and whether they botched the invasion or not. Those two things sped it up dramatically, but you can really see... Those Raws at the end of 2000, they were still selling so many tickets, and the crowds were still hot, but you could just watch. It was a disjointed show. You could see that Vince was busy trying to do XFL stuff because the the storylines were starting to get more nonsensical. It was the same people doing the same things every single week. It was going off the rails. Those things just made things worse. And the fact that they had Heat and SmackDown added. All of these things. Let's say five hours of a of that show, and that's that was something where you know, boy, we remember those two hours on Monday. Man, I could watch more of this, and then they gave you way too much of it. You know, three hours of Nitro and two hours of Thunder. Wow, they were bad. It's they were just so so bad, and here we are stuck today with you know Raw being three hours and SmackDown being two hours and. Everybody goes, you know, it's that Memphis mentality. 90 minutes was perfect because you got more 
than what you needed maybe, but not enough of what you wanted, and it kept you going. And unfortunately, just with the, the nature of the beast and the landscape, that will never happen again when it comes to, to Raw and SmackDown, and frankly, even with AEW. Brian, what's going on? Brian in Texas. You're uh, on yes, the sir. air. Yes, sir. Um, what they need to do with NXT is, is move it to um, bigger arenas. I think it would look better as AEW. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I've been arguing that since day one. But if you look at the numbers now, I mean, these two shows are neck and neck, and one of them is in giant buildings and one of them is in full sale. So I no longer think it's an emergency. I mean, if, if AEW was doing $1.1 million still and NXT was doing six fifty, I would be strongly arguing you got to get out of full sale. But they have proven that they can go neck and neck with both shows doing about 850,000 viewers in full sale. So, I don't know. I mean, I'd like it better if they were in a bigger building, but it doesn't appear like that's an emergency right now. Back in a moment, Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. 
credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also Wrestling Observer, uh, Observer.com. So, a little while ago, Cody went online and got a bunch of trademarks, including some trademarks for old WCW shows, shows such as Super Brawl. Here's what he got. Cody got Super Brawl, Slamboree, The Match Beyond, Bash at the Beach, Dusty Rhodes, The American Nightmare, Prince of Wrestling, Bunkhouse Stampede, Battle Bowl, and The American Dream. So I get I, there's no possible other, other explanation, but now WWE decided they need a bunch of WCW pay-per-views. They grabbed a bunch of WCW and ECW pay-per-view names. Fully Loaded, Living Dangerously, Heat Wave, Anarchy Rules, World War III, Chai Town Rumble, Sin, Sold Out, New Blood Rising, Hog Wild, some of the worst pay-per-views of all so time. Got all the good ones. Road Wild, <laughs> Greed, Uncensored, Capital Combat, Spring Stampede, The Day of Mayhem, whatever that is, Beach Blast, Massacre on 34th Street, Hardcore Heaven, and Eat, Sleep, Conquer, Repeat. Those are the trademarks they just got, according to PW Insider. WCW Balls. Dude, you guys got some of the worst pay-per-views. I mean, not everyone that Cody got was any good. Like, there were some terrible Bash of the Beach shows. There's more meaning, though, there. Legendary, That's... bad Bash of the Beach shows. But, dude, some of these were the worst pay-per-views of all time. Sin, sold out, new blood rising. Horrible. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Talk to you again tomorrow. Wrestling Observer Live.